0: Hi, it's Sari Hewlett here. I'm the host of the Core Expert podcast show, and I'm talking today about interpreting and understanding what's going on with people's bodies when they come in with pain or dysfunction, or you know their body just won't do what they want it to do. There's an issue somewhere. Um, and if you've had... Probably, you know, what we deem an acute injury, a trauma, you've done something specific. It's pretty easy to go, you know what, you rolled your ankle, you've fallen off a wall, you've done X, Y, and Z, and this is a result of that. It's an acute injury, it's an acute trauma, there's a definitive incident that's happened. um, And we know what's gone on. You've, you've tweaked a ligament, you know, you'll have that acute reaction to it, you'll have some swelling, some pain, some discomfort, and you're really sort of governed by <coughs> what the healing process might be. So you're governed by, you've gone over on your ankle, you've tweaked a ligament, it's going to be three weeks, six weeks, twelve weeks. Obviously you are looking after what's going on in that Um, time frame so you know with respect to where the tissues are in that healing process is what you can and can't do and really as long as you manage it well there really shouldn't be a a massive amount of knock-on effects Um, you know within that short space of time yes it might be three weeks might be six weeks might be 12 weeks but you know as long as you're doing the right things in the right order at the right time you should be Pretty much good to go, um, and you don't have that residual issue. Now, what happens when you don't do the right things at the right time in the right order, and you don't do full rehab, is that you might be left with a little bit of latent weakness, you might be left with some muscle deficiency, you might have some scar tissue, you might have altered how you walk, and that is where problems start to arise that might not be evident at the time but might might show themselves up further down the track and that's what I'm talking about when I mean about a smoke screen so you know people come in and say look I've tried to do this I've tried to um, get back into jogging I've tried to return back to sport I haven't done anything there's nothing really going on I can't remember doing anything but I can't move you know my body's not letting me function my body's not letting me um play for longer than 10 minutes you know every time i do this i get pain and that's the thing that i'm talking about when i'm saying a smoke screen because there isn't that definitive injury there isn't that definitive history of anything specific that's happened what's going on is that your body's not performing the way you want it to perform and it's not reacting the way you want it to react when you put it under stress Um, and that potentially generally has a bit of a knock-on effect so you know when people come in and say my knee hurts when I run you know they might have said look I looked up things I've done some ITB rolling I've done you know this I've I've changed my shoes I've and you know they've done a myriad of things that they think dr. Google is going to help them with but what they haven't really found out is the why and you know the issue that you have is pain you have pain every time you run, or you have pain when you walk up and down the stairs, or you have pain when you squat. What you haven't found out is the why so in in my view, the pain is your smoke screen. the pain is just you know you put a little bit of this on you do your i t b roll you or you know your quads or whatever it is that you're doing, and it gets better, and then it comes back again, so all you're doing is you know putting a little bit of a sticky band-aid on it, it gets better and you you know, it, you're just patching things up. What you're doing is just solving immediate issues and the smoke screen is the knee pain, the problem is something else and you're not addressing that issue. So That's what is really key when you are managing somebody who's long-term, you know if you have somebody that has problems and you know that problem could be something really simple like I can do 5k's and I can't do 10 I'm just exhausted I can do you know Three sessions of training a week, but as soon as I do four, that's it my back goes but if I carry on doing three I'm fine Um, You know it, it can be something as simple as that or it can be I just cannot move after I've gone for a run I can run two minutes and that's it it it, you know the variation within that range is is pretty huge and the the tendency is that people look at the smoke screen symptom so what they're looking at is I need to solve this pain I need to solve which we all want to do and that's absolutely fine and that's what we have to do what people don't really do is look behind that and go okay the pain's gone, we can solve that pain. How can we stop it from coming back? And why is that pain continuing to come back? What is it that's going on in your body? What is it that you're putting your body under stress with? What is it that is happening that is allowing this pain to just keep resurfacing all the time? And that's where the magic happens. That's where you get the long-term results. And you know, as long as you are aware that if you are getting some relief, so whatever you do, if you're getting some relief, that's great because it means that pain's not permanent. But if you're getting some relief and the pain keeps coming back, you're not solving your issue. You're not solving the deeper underlying problem that's sitting behind that smoke screen of pain. And that's what needs to happen. So, you know, the, probably the frustrating thing for somebody like myself, you know, I've been in, in the physio industry now for over 25 years. And, you know, so many people just come and say, nah, try that, doesn't work. Try this, doesn't work. Try that, doesn't work. And what they really mean is they've had not lasting effects. So when you actually speak to somebody and, you know, they say, well, actually, I can get relief, but it's only for two days, so it doesn't help. And it's like, well, it is helping. There is a strategy there. What's not happening is changing what it is that's the problem behind it, because not helping means you come in in pain, you walk out in pain, it doesn't change at all, it doesn't get worse, it doesn't get better, there's no relief, there's no let up from it whatsoever. That's nothing helps. Something helping is you've got some discomfort, You can get help from whatever that help might look like, whether it be manual therapy, massage, whether it be that you get into a hot bath, a hot shower, hydro pool, swimming, walking, whatever it is, that changes your pain. That is good. That means that something can have an effect on your pain. And what you're not doing is listening to it and getting the right advice to fix it. And that's what's frustrating it's um it's so easy to just dismiss everything and say oh it works for two days and then it comes back you know it works for this and then it comes back well it will if you don't change it you know that my biggest analogy that i have that seems to sort of gel and maybe people go oh yeah is a car tire you know if you have a car tire and the balance is off on that car tire and you are trying to continually drive that car very soon one side wears out and there's uneven wear that happens so you go to the um, tire man and he fixes the tire and automatically they do a wheel alignment automatically they go can I fix your tire or I will fix your tire and we'll do a wheel alignment on top so that the wheel becomes balanced and it works efficiently now, we expect that to happen. We expect that we order a new set of tires and we get a wheel balance done at the same time. When it comes to our bodies, people, uh, people don't seem to think that that's a big thing to do. You know, I've got an injury here. And they look at the injury and that's it. And nobody goes further up and down the body and looks at what's going on up and like, what happened below it? What happened above it? Has it got an impact? let's see if we can change it, because all people want to do is fix that immediate pain. Unless that pain is an ongoing issue and it keeps coming back, then you just ignore it and wonder why, you know, six months down the track, everything else has started to be affected. So, you know, you don't go to a tyre and then go, just change my tyre, please. And then expect that, you know, straight off the bat you drive away, the wheel alignment's out and your tire starts wearing down straight away and you don't notice it. Nothing happens. And, you know, after a little bit you think, Oh, there's a bit more wear on there than there should be or that's a bit strange, that's you know, there's a bit of a shake in the steering wheel and you still ignore it until the tire blows and you go, bloody hell, should have you know I wonder why this tyre keeps going and that tyre is not going to last you as long as if it had been properly installed, properly aligned, worked to its maximum efficiency, so you keep going back every six months and getting new tyres. Until then the other tyre starts going because that's happened as well, you're putting stress and strain on other parts and then lo and behold the other tyre on the other side is starting to wear out a bit quicker and that is basically body in a nutshell the body is very similar there is a finite mechanism of efficiency in the body and if you're using the muscles and the joints in the way that they were intended and that doesn't mean that you know we have to change absolutely everything but it does mean that you know our lifestyle these days is a lot more sedentary than it used to be we used to be a lot more active than we were well, than we are now and what's basically happening is that a lot of us sit A lot more than we used to so we use our you know the muscles at the front of the hip the muscles in our deep stomach like our hip flexors our upper abs they're tending to be a little bit more tight than they used to and I am generalizing so forgive me for generalizing but your hip flexors are a bit tighter our hamstrings are generally a bit shorter our pecs are a little bit tighter our shoulders are a bit more rounded we're definitely a lot more flexed and you know in a poorer posture than we used to be. And then we want the body to go and perform in positions in a more upright position, which is where sport occurs. Sport occurs when we are upright, standing, running, and we're using the complete opposite of all those muscles. So what is generally happening when we're upright and walking around, when we're, we're, you know, we're sort of doing stuff in the home, when we're doing our normal day-to-day stuff of taking kids to school and dropping them off, and we're in a position where we're trying to activate all those muscles that have been relatively underused. So our glutes, our hammies, our, you know, back muscles, our you know, that all the other muscles that stop us from flexing forward aren't used to it. They've either been hanging on for dear life at length or they're just weak as hell because they don't know what to do. And then we try and make them move and we try and make them function, and they're fighting against tighter muscles that have been, you know, compressed, have maybe ended up shorter, have maybe ended up stronger. We don't know. They can be tight and short, tight and weak. And, you know, it's up to us to ascertain which one it is. But then we're trying to get these muscles to function and function well. And if there is a bit of an imbalance, then, you know, of course things are going to break. Of course things are going to start getting sore. Of course things aren't going to work as efficiently as they can do. And that's what happens when we have that insidious... It started to get sore, I don't know why, I haven't really done anything trauma-wise, I haven't hurt myself, I can't remember an incident, it just gets a little bit sore. And that is your smoke screen. Your pain is your smoke screen. What is the issue, is everything else underlying? And, you know, that's what generally needs addressing. So, that's my little jam for the day, is really about being aware that if you have an issue that is, for what you might perceive, just not responding. Um, you know, you've been to have it looked at and the pain side is addressed, but it doesn't last. If you've had a problem where you can get relief, but the relief doesn't stay for long. if you. Can train and you don't think there's an issue, but if you do a little bit more you're sore. You know, if you can run or you can do 7ks, but if you do 9ks, it's a problem. Those type of things are Potentially what I would deem a smokescreen to hide An underlying issue that needs addressing that nobody has actually addressed for you and um, you know, at the end of the day, we have heaps of clients that come into our studio or heaps of clients that come into our clinic. And um, we basically, the first thing that we do with them, is talk to them about, you know, obviously you do that full history, what's going on, you know, why are you here? What is it that is your issue at the moment? What are you trying to achieve? You know, you're at this point here, where do you foresee that you want to go? Have you had treatment before? How has it responded? Do you think it's helped you? If you've had treatment that hasn't helped you, why hasn't it helped you? You know, how have you reacted and responded in the past? And what we're then looking at is, we've got a good idea that this has helped, that hasn't helped, this is where they're at, this is where they want to be. And when we're looking at them through like our clinical assessment of how they move, how they function, what's going on, what's the joints doing, we do our clinical testing, we do our sort of posture analysis and you know, biomechanics as to what is happening up and down that chain. And then we can make a bit of an informed decision and an informed decision that tells the client you know what, you've come in with knee pain and when I've tested this, you know, I found that you've actually got a tight ITB or a tight lateral structures and your hamstrings are, are this and you know, it's pulling your kneecap. So we'll go with like a, a kneecap issue or a maltracking issue. And they'll say, yeah, well, I've done that. I've done some release work and I've done this and you know, I release my legs and that's it. And then it gets better, but it doesn't stay better. And the thing is, it will never stay better. Why would it stay better? Because what you're not doing is addressing everything else. So what's not happening is that you're you're not addressing what is going on behind that issue. And behind that issue of tight quads, And tight lateral structures is also the issue that your medial knee structures are going to be weak so loosening off the tight structures great it will give you some relief but they're going to tighten up again because they're fighting against weak medial structures they're fighting against muscles that aren't able to move well and that's part of the issue. People don't address the full picture. The other side of things is that if you are tight through those medial, um, if they are weak, sorry, through those medial structures, you will also find that you might be altered lower down with your calf muscle. So as the leg turns a little bit with the pull of the lateral quads, you might find that you're pulling more and using your adductors to compensate. You might also find that your changes also occurred in your calf muscles to compensate. So not only are your lateral structures tight, but you've also got a potential twist and change on how your lower leg is functioning so that your medial calf muscle is short. Your foot sits in pronation or supination so it's either flat-footed or it's really arched. You'll find that your um, glute muscles might be weak and they're not functioning that well to stabilize you. So you're relying more on your deeper structures. And very typically with clients like this, we find them in a sway posture because what they're doing is adopting and changing to use slightly different muscles to compensate. So now we have a change in the actual torsion along the leg, We have a change in how the ankle and foot mechanics work, potentially a fallen or a high arch as well. We have a change in the tracking of the patella so we can get pain, which is what's causing the the, the complaint in the first place. We'll have weakness through the VMO, so the medial knee um, quads muscle. We might have an overactivity or a hanging on for dear life of the adductor muscles. We'll have a posterior tilt in the Um, pelvis and on top of that there obviously knock-on effects higher up and potentially a weak core as well so if you put all that into perspective the six or seven or eight potentially other influences that are going on that need to be addressed to solve your problem and you're doing one and that one is your quads foam rolling because you know everyone knows we should roll quads now And that'll explain why it's not helping. That will explain why things aren't happening the way that you want them to happen. And what we need to do is we need to address those issues well. So we need to say, you know, at the end of the day, great, let's look at loosening it off and, you know, releasing some of those tight structures that are working hard to stabilize you because, they 're working hard because of inefficiency elsewhere now let 's also then we'll take the st- the sort of tightness of that muscle and overactivity of that muscle away, which helps you, you know that. But then we need to replace it, so we need to activate your adductors well. We need to activate your VMO, so your medial ligament, uh, your medial quads well. We also need to get your glutes working, so that means your glute med and min, so that they help to stabilize you, but also activate your glute max and potentially the hamstrings. So those need to be addressed as well and then we also need to look at what's going on in your calf muscle so if your medial calf muscle is in a shortened position because of the torsion that's occurred we need to change that. And that is a lot of stuff that clients can do and carry on with themselves at home. It's obviously a lot more efficient if we do it for them and we're looking at how they're working and that's how we work with our clinical rehab. We actually do a lot of work with us in the studio so we can you know, get the right torsion going, get the right biomechanics, assist you into doing it well and actually strengthen as you move. And while we're doing that, we might also, also mobilise or we might try and strap and tape them using some kinesio tape that again they can use at home to try and help them stay in their sport longer. And then at the end of the day, you know, patella mobs, mobilizations of the tibia into internal rotation and relative external rotation of the of the femur will generally help and also from the ankle point of view you know there might be some need of some tailor mobilizations and that means you know allowing the bones to move in the right way around the foot which generally can be quite stiff as well because it hasn't been used that well so you can see that you know managing a knee pain with foam roller is only going to give you one bit of your rehab protocol that you require and unless you're undressing the tightness aspect plus the weakness aspect of quads plus the potential weakness aspect of all your glutes plus the tightness and holding on of um, piriformis and adductors and then lower down the chain with the medial and lateral um, calf muscle and obviously the foot mechanics, you, you ain't ever going to get better, and you ain't ever going to be able to work and run longer than 5Ks because pushing it longer is causing too much mechanical stress which is giving you pain and you know as soon as you go up and down stairs you can't do that because your kneecap is rubbing in the wrong way it's tracking in the wrong way which then gives you pain if your quads are overworking they're going to pull your patella against the femur and you are then going to feel discomfort because your quads is causing a compressive effect on your femur um, and you know, there's there's lots and lots of different ways of looking at things, but just doing foam rolling on your quads, lateral quads, ITB, what you know, whichever bit you've been told to do, or whichever bit Doctor Google's told you to do, will still only get that short-term help. So that's my little gripe and my little um, bugbear for the day. That pain. In those circumstances is what we would deem to be a smokescreen. It's one of those things where it can help you. And if it does help you, fantastic, because we know that there is help available. What's not happening is that it's staying in that place. So if you liken it to that ITB knee pain, you know that some release on the lateral structures helps because it helps you move, which is fantastic. You know, you might be able to go away and do your sport, but then it comes back because when you're doing your sport, you're reactivating those lateral structures again because that's what you rely on. You haven't taken that next step of activating the medial structures to stay in that position of being in a good place. Um, So acute injuries in a nutshell, as long as you manage them well and you've got the right thing, you're respectful of the healing process, you do all the right things at the right time and you do your full rehab, you know generally they don't tend to be that big a deal unless You haven't, and then a little bit further down the track, you'll go, Oh, yeah, about a year ago I did this, and it's been okay, but now I've started to do a bit more, and it's starting to hurt, or I've put on a little bit of weight, and I'm a few kilos heavier, and now my knees are hurting, or this is hurting, or you know, I'm struggling when I go up and downstairs now because you know I tried to be a bit more active, so I'm not taking the lift. And that's when we're looking at pain being a smokescreen, and you know, it doesn't matter what your situation is you also need to look beyond what's going on. You need to also look beyond what the issue is. It shouldn't be, I've got knee pain, And and we go, look, we'll just look at your knee. And when your knee pain's better, we'll look at, you know, how everything's moving. It should be on that first initial appointment. We'll look at your knee, but let me see how you walk. Let me see how you move. Let me see how you function. Let me just, you know, have a look at what's going on and how you're actually using your muscles. Because when you're lying on the bed and we're testing you and we're just moving joints around, it doesn't tell us jot about how you actually use those muscles and how you squat until we actually see how you do it. So I hope that's given you a bit of insight. If you do have pain and you think, you know what, nothing's helped my pain, I don't get any lasting benefit whatsoever, have a real good think and say, you know what, if I've had treatment before, do I feel better at all? And if the answer is yes, well then there's hope for you. It just means you haven't found the right physio or you haven't found the right management strategy. If you go, you know what, it doesn't matter what I do, my 8 out of 10, 6 out of 10, 4 out of 10 pain stays exactly the same. Well, maybe that's, you know, go and get another opinion from someone else. I don't mind if you come to us and I make your pain worse because I've done something that's had an effect. What I don't want to happen is that we do lots and lots of things and your pain stays exactly the same. It doesn't get worse, doesn't get better, doesn't shift, doesn't change whatsoever because then we haven't found what's causing the pain. When you wanna come and see us, you want us to find that pain. You want us to get the spot and hit the spot because then you think, oh my God, that's the right bit. That's the sore, that's my pain. We need to find the source of that pain for you so that you can manage that problem. If we don't find what's causing the problem, you're never gonna get your solution and you're never ever gonna have an effective management plan. Okay, that's me done. Um, Hopefully that might have been an insight into what we're looking for. Look beyond what you think it might be and um, you might find there's fruits there that uh, you didn't realise were there. Signing out.